It's Typo Waffle Time! Right, you're listening to Topple Waffle. With Troy and Steve. Where twice, it's a bi-monthly podcast where twice a month we sometimes forget to record and upload. And when we don't do that, we are chatting like we're in a staff room waffling about things that teachers are interested in. We're just forgetting to record them and put them online. Yeah, sometimes. Okay, all right. So today's topic uh, is... is uh, uh, wait, I don't know how to pronounce this. Well, I know how to pronounce uh, An anti-workshop, but anti with an E, not an I. Oh, like a pre-workshop. No, not like a pre-workshop, like... Like an anti-chamber. Yeah. Yeah, that's before, I don't know right? any other words that start with anti- Antinatal? Okay. All right, yes, that type of anti-workshop. So, okay. Steve recently did an anti-workshop. Did I? Actually, I don't know how recent it was. So, normally a workshop is for teachers. Right. Okay, so you do a workshop for teachers to directly affect what they're doing in the classroom, hopefully. Yeah. Um, whereas you did an anti-workshop, which was for before the children, before the class. So you did a teacher's workshop. Is that right? I did a teacher's workshop. Oh, sorry, you did a parent's workshop. Oh, I did a work yes, I did a parent's workshop, okay. yes. Yeah. So I, I, I'm calling this an anti-workshop. Oh, as, as in, in before the children come to school. Yes, so yeah. it's trying to affect what the children's do. The, the children's, children's experience yeah. before they become the, students in a school. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I mean, I didn't. I was talking to parents about what happens when they're not in school. So it wasn't necessarily before. Okay. It's around school. Around school. Yeah. A lot of par- A lot of teachers, when things go wrong in the classroom, are quick to blame the fact that they don't have a good background or they're not getting the right kind of thing at home. Right. A lot of parents complain. No, sorry. A lot of teachers complain that, oh, yeah. that so there's things that are wrong with the students that are outside be, of their control because, because it's of, happening. And it's, it's, yeah. Some, yeah. So my, it's not my fault that the students didn't do anything. They were tired. Yeah. Or hungry. They don't come to school on time. It's not my fault. Yeah. That kind of Which stuff. Which is true. It's not your fault <coughs> if they don't come on time. Okay. So um, th- this, this workshop, actually, I'm not sure how much of this is within our purview as teachers. And this is obviously a, 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 a debate that's been going on forever and there's constant uh, a constant thing of, you know, community schooling and education and that for a kid to be successful, it's not just what happens at school, it's also what happens outside of school and yada yada. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is that uh, uh, the... Experience that a child has has at home is is incredibly important for the development because they're at home a lot, and their formative years as as toddlers are with their parents. Yeah. Um, and the relationship that they've got with their parents influences their relationship, relationship with, with other yeah, adults. Right. Yeah, yeah, in a big way. So, um, some parents spend quite a lot of time introducing their children to literacy and numeracy before they go to school. Some parents think that's not their job and they it's don't a, want to do it. I mean, this is why I'm paying a, a school. Right. A we, we have a problem, for example, where uh, a parent, uh, this is 
the, the lead up to that workshop, the parent has a problem with maintaining discipline over, it's a single mother. Yeah. She can't discipline the boy. Okay. She's having massive problems with his behavior. Yeah. All he wants to do is play computer games. He doesn't do his homework. She doesn't know what to do. And this she sounds appro- like a little boy to me. Sounds like what's the, what's the problem so far? Yeah. I don't want so, to do my homework and I want to play computer games. Yeah. Oh, you're a child. Yeah. So anyway, she came to the school and she said, look, I don't know what to do with this child. Please just help. She doesn't okay. have a, a husband to help. Okay. Then uh, things escalated Snowballed. at school. Yeah. And, and the, one of the teachers had this huge problem with them and there was a blowout and, she, and the teacher insisted that the mother be called for uh, a discipline. Ooh. Mm. So the mother came and there was a meeting, the parent and the child. And I don't know. And then, no, no. Well, this is really weird because normally the I'll, I'll call your parent thing is the the teachers using that as a threat. As a threat. Because the parent is the higher authority. Right. But the parent has used the teacher as the higher yes. authority and the teacher's using the parent as the well, higher Well, I mean, so, so this became a bit weird because the parent was sitting there going, uh, yes, I know. I know. Fix it. And this is why I've... I've I've chosen the school so that you can help me. So to the sort parents this sitting there are saying, "Fix my kid," and the <laughs> teachers sitting there going, "Fix your kid." Yes, and so <laughs> who doesn't really sound like he needs to be Well, fixed. My, my my thrust my thrust with the teachers is don't use the parents as a as a threat. The kids in your class sort it out. Yeah, um, fair enough. And what I was doing with the parents was saying, "Here are seven ways of helping your child become a better." Student or I don't know, human being? <laughs> or... I don't know. Uh, well, the, the topic was parenting a 21st century child. So I don't know okay. if I was... I, I don't think it was to be a better... To prepare a better child. It was just being being in touch with the 21st century and, and how your child is interacting with it. Now, look, I'm yeah. 50 years old. <laughs> I, how did you know what I was about to yeah, say? And I had known nothing about technology. But anyway, there, there were certain things that I picked up on about... Um, uh, using technology as a way of, of okay. uh, interacting, allowing in- technology's strengths to be used in the home, but not forgetting things like story time. Okay. Now, story time, there's lots of research about the benefits of, of reading to a child before yes. bed yep. um, and the, the importance of that interaction time, the importance of sitting as a family during meals and talking uh, the importance of having um, ra- um, rough housing you play yeah. in, in the house. So, I mean, these are things that technology doesn't contribute anything to and they're really important. And well, actually, I don't know about that. I mean, if we think about, okay, let's take story time's a good one. So I know that there's, there's beautifully contradictory research into uh, literacy rates. So, some of the research says this. Uh, literacy rates are declining at a pace unseen since the beginning of the printing press, and we're all going to be illiterate morons in the future, looking at nothing but memes on Facebook and, and Reddit, oh, yeah. and we will no longer read. And then the beautifully contradictory research is that we are living in, in a more print-rich environment than at any time in history, and the amount of text that is consumed per person is higher than ever before. So the amount of time spent consuming text and the amount of text is higher than ever. Because in in the past, some people would sit down 
and read the newspaper every morning. But now most people open Facebook every morning. So actually the overall literacy rates have increased, not yeah. decreased. Uh, maybe it depends on what, how you define literacy. I mean, if you, if, if you talk about somebody as being a literate person, it's they know they've read Plato and they've... Yes. Uh, they've at but, least... But this is in the like 17th century version of education is only for the gentlemen and the upper class to make them good members of society. And no one else needs school because yeah. you're going to be a milkmaid. So anyway, where, what... Where were we going well, this them? is the whole like you're talking about how technology can oh, be a hindrance no, towards no, no. Well, yes, this. Quite, but the thing is that spending child spending time with your child and a book in the final fifteen minutes of the child's day. Yeah. Okay, it could be an iPad. Okay. Uh, that's not. But having an iPad in the last fifteen minutes of the day is actually probably not a good thing because the blue light from the iPad actually re- lowers the potential for the kinds of things that create sleep uh, it, it, okay. it wakes people up so a book before sleep helps you to relax and calm down and go to sleep and um, opening an iPad you do know about the blue light thing right? Uh, yeah I also know that there is a thing about so in that in the studies into uh, consumption of, of media uh, there there's evidence that things like reading on an iPad you read for much shorter periods of time than when you read a book because you open it and while it's open, you also go, oh, just check my emails. Yeah, yeah, the distractions. No, no, but, but there's a thing with... Um, our eyes are sensitive to blue light. Okay. Okay, and blue light is a, a signal of daytime. Yeah. So it, it releases certain kinds of whatevers, chemicals. Brain globules. Yeah, which which cause you to wake up so when when we're exposed to this blue light we we are more alert we're more aware yeah. and when we have reduced blue light whatever this blue light is our body is told by the absence of this blue light that it's time to go to bed and we 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 slow mm-hmm. down our metabolism so when we switch on our phones or when we use our phones in bed at night what we're actually doing is telling our brains that it's time to, to wake, to wake up, up yeah. yeah and then uh, people who are are Doing that, ha- struggle to go to sleep because uh, we have mixed messages in our chemical makeup of our body about well, what time of day it is. Okay. So playing with an iPad with a kid, reading a book on an iPad right before bed is not going to help them go to sleep, okay. essentially. So taking a book, a book book, so like a real book with pages and, and pointing to it and letting the child touch it and running your finger while you read the story and is really good for the kid and it helps to put them to bed and it creates all this parent-child bonding okay, and so it's actually, like absolutely you're actually fabulous stuff. Talking you know? about two different things here though. Uh, a bedtime routine and not using and promoting your, literacy. And not using a computer or a, 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 a But a computer can promote literacy. Not before bed. Okay, so you're talking about two separate things, right? <laughs> yes. I'm talking Promoting about pre- I'm talking and about creating a bedtime routine which right is beneficial time. towards sleep. Yes, that's right. Okay. Which promotes literacy. So, oh, so your argument is not that that books are better than tech than electronic text. It's that if you use the book, you you get to do the whole. Two stones, one bird. Yes, no, yes, that's right. Anyway, Two, that, yeah. that was one of the things. So these, Stone there, birds. there was like seven things that I was saying. Here are ways to 
Okay, well, let's explore okay. them. All right. Oh, so, wait, I have, I don't have my thing open. I have to. I'd have to get okay. my thing open. We'll see if you can remember five out of seven. Oh my can you god. Do five. Four? Uh, Four yeah, okay, well, 50%. well, so one of them was... was um, Promoting uh, literacy through yes. having more text around or through... Well, yes, one of them was interacting using... interacting with your kid in, yes. with text. Yes. In, and, in your case, you're going and use a book. No. You... Well, that was one of them, is pr- promote literacy by, by using um, the having technology more... that you have with you. So if okay. there's an iPad... And when great. to not use that. And, and no, okay. And then the other one was don't let the um, technology get in the way of your relationship with your child. Okay. So there are times when you, the relationship is more important than the technology. That's before bed, during meals. Um, and those are the times that there should be, uh, that stuff should be put away. Or it should be, uh, everybody should be looking at it so that it becomes a, a family thing. So if um if you saw I mean I, a... I say should but I mean that wasn't what I, I wasn't saying you should you know like I know better uh, it was just like these there are certain things that children need interaction with parents okay interaction with with material objects like an iPad that's fine um relationships with other children course, okay yeah. for social for socialization these are things that are universal and have, have always been there and we're not going to be able to take that away okay um and so uh, where can we use technology? Well, you can use it here and here, but you can't use it here and here because you still need your interaction with, with playmates. You still okay. need play. You still need physical movement. And um, All right, just before we get off this topic, though, if you looked in a window and you saw a family of five and they were sitting down to breakfast and the father was reading a newspaper, uh, the daughter was reading a magazine, uh, the son was reading a comic book, the wife during during was, breakfast, the wife was reading a novel, and uh, the how many am I up to? I the, don't know, but there's a lot of reading okay. going and on. The other, it's fabulous. And the other person, yeah, uh, was reading a an ebook reader. Okay, I'd, I'd say that's fine because obviously there's a routine of this is quite quiet. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, and so hopefully in the car on the way to school they talk to each other. Okay. It's possible that they don't. I mean, maybe this is a completely dysfunctional, non-communicative <laughs> family. But, um, but, okay, they read at breakfast. That's great. Maybe it's quiet time. Maybe okay. that's a... But they're at least together. Okay. All right. Uh, would it be different if they're all sitting there with phones going bing, bang, boo, room? Uh, if they were all doing it, no, I'd also think that's okay. I mean, it would be a problem if the mother's trying to, to say, have you done your homework, and all the kids are ignoring her because they're ah, in the okay. middle of Minecraft. So technology is fine as long as it's not getting in the way. Of, of the relationship building in the family, yes. Okay. So if the, par- if the father says, look, during breakfast, I don't want to talk to anybody, I'm still waking up, and yeah. he opens a newspaper and all the kids go, oh, okay, well, great, and they all open something and start doing it too, well, fine. That's, that's a morning that, routine. That's, that's a all pretty, that, and it's a family routine. Yeah, I think that that's pretty functional, personally. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Uh, what, what else have we got on this list here? All right, so the, the thing was... <clears throat> these were the, the main things. Children need sleep. Without sleep, okay. nothing works. So create a, a sleep routine. I'll get children to wake up at the same time every day. Um, okay, but that's, I mean, that's a very contentious point. Sleep. 
Sleep's yeah. not a contentious point. People it hugely, sleep. It hugely is. So, no, no, it's not. Yeah, you don't know about what they did with the in the Scandinavian countries. In which one was it? Sweden? What, they stopped people from sleeping? I, I no, quite the opposite. They adjusted their school times around sleep schedules instead of adjusting sleep schedules around school times. I, I'm not opposed to that. That's a great idea, but that's not going to happen. In actual fact, like, for they example... They did it. It worked. No. Because so what, what they did is... Uh, the teenagers from, uh, this is from memory and the, the ages aren't exact or anything, and neither are the times, whatever. Uh, teenagers are at their lowest functioning early in the morning uh, and they like to sleep later. So teen school starts at, at 10. 10, 10.30 in the yes, morning. Yes, that's right. All right. Uh, the kids, on the other hand, are at the, the really young kids are at their lowest function in early to mid-afternoon. So school finishes at 2 and etc. So yeah. they they change instead of saying to the kids, change your routine for school, they said, Well, kids have a routine already. Let's change school for kids. Well what Which we can say hugely here hugely logical. Well what we can say here is that Finland is an incredibly forward thinking research based um, has a research based education system and they are the epitome of perfection. However most okay. uh, countries that I have worked or lived in don't have that kind of Logic. thinking. Yes. <laughs> so school starts at 7 or 7.30, or in the case of when I was in Cambodia, 6. Um, yep. And uh, with the kindergartens, for example, the, 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 the children are actually awake. Uh, my, my experience has been that it's not the children that's the problem, it's the parents. She can't, I'm assuming it's the mother. Let's, let's just say it's, she can't wake well, up and yeah. do her makeup and cook her husband's dinner and breakfast or whatever, and then so she brings the school to she brings the child to school late, and that's okay. I, I mean it's okay. It's, it's okay, but of course, if school starts at seven and finishes at eleven thirty, if she brings if the mother brings the child to school at eight thirty, it's uh, an hour lost every day. Yeah, and they've missed fifteen percent of their schooling. Right, per day. and and it's this the opening routine, and it's all the things that the child needs to to build into their. So, once or twice, yeah, no problem. And when we get into grade school, well, then that that starts becoming a bigger problem. Um, the other thing, of course, is in some schools the child gets punished. Yeah. Um, and with our modern the way that things working now little kids can't get themselves to school as easily as I did when I mean when I was a kid I just rode a bicycle to school and I walked yeah it's a five minute walk to my primary school I, I don't know if I we can do that anymore but about probably about eight so yeah I'm sure you <coughs> can do that now my yeah my point was wake them up in the morning feed them feed them don't bring them to school hungry um and allow them to get eight hours sleep. So that means that they have to go to sleep at nine. I mean, some of the kids that I know about go to sleep at midnight, and then they're up at six in the morning. They fall asleep at school because they're not. What if um you're a kid like I was, where I hated breakfast. I was always hungry around two hours after I woke up. Okay, well, well, that's that's fine because most schools have canteens and they are breaks. So that, but um, kids do arrive at school hungry. Anyway, I mean, I, I, I sound like, when I'm telling you this, I sound I like I'm preaching. Uh, I'm, well, I'm deliberately trying to paint you into this corner. Yeah. Because it, it's a... Uh, but but know, these this are, argument has existed forever. Yeah, but I mean, my, my, my argument was, my, my position was, there are certain basic functions which children have, 
um, which let's see to them together. I mean, the school can help, yeah. but the parents can contribute as well. Yes. And there's certain things the school can't help with. Relationship, roughhousing. I mean, there's the research on fathers roughhousing with children, with with small children. It's it it's very very clear. Um, it helps them socialize. It helps them with developing empathy. It allows yeah. them to to inter uh, build interaction patterns that are very healthy. Okay, so single parents, uh, a single mother doesn't have the opportunity for a, a roughhousing option. Most women don't roughhouse with the kids. It's the men. You should beat my wife. <laughs> um, and a school can't do that as well. I mean, most teachers are not going to go around yes. yeah. uh, uh, wrestling the kids at school. Yeah. So that's kind of something that needs to happen at, at home. Yeah. Um, that and wasn't also, your telephone, actually. That was mine. Uh, no, this, is, this was a, a deliberately, <laughs> carefully planned demonstration... Of technology. Of how technology can be disruptive. Okay. All right, so um, which one are we on? The relationship building? Uh, I don't know. I haven't gone through them in any systematic. Eat and sleep. Eat and sleep. Right. Um, uh, relationship, yes, in the house. Yeah. Using routines. technology, uh, creating routines. I creating didn't actually routines. do routines as okay. a thing. Though. Um, using technology okay. as a resource rather, rather than as an enemy. Okay. Oh, because okay. okay, it is. I mean, it's a re- it's a fantastic resource. Yeah, and and technology generally falls into one of two like extremes uh, of opinion where you are using the technology as a babysitter. What a cop out, you lazy, horrible parent! Or that kid is addicted to technology. That lazy, horrible kid. Or the the other extreme. This is the cure to all our ills. From now onwards, you'll be able to learn Arabic while you sleep in the comfort of your own home on the toilet. <laughs> well, it does. They, they go to these extremes. No, the no. technology is the be-all and the no, end-all. I'm, all, I'm all the thinking about is. learning Arabic while I'm sleeping on the toilet. Yeah. Um, in yes. the comfort of your own home while wearing pyjamas. The <laughs> yes, the the thing is though that the learn Arabic in thirty minutes is not new. That's no, it's not. That's been around forever. It, it just keeps on coming back forever. Mm, well, and now it's just in a technological. Or it's in a different technology form. Yeah, the um, the thing is though that children children do like technology and they do yeah. and they do want to interact well, with it, and kids, I think that's great. I yeah. think that there's nothing wrong kids with it. Kids have always liked toys. Yes, and it's colourful, and it sings songs, and it's got... uh, Yeah, I mean, there is the... There is an argument about how, in a way, that movement-based, this sort of technology, is almost, um, not deliberately, but by default, the design of it uh, tricks your brain into paying attention to it because our eyes are naturally drawn to movement. Yeah. And these kind of visual video images that have lots of movement in them, you can't... It's hard to not look at them. You know, I I go to immigration, and I'm sitting in an immigration queue, and there's the TV is muted. It's in Thai, even if it wasn't muted. So the, uh, the text that I'm seeing on the screen is in Thai that I can't follow. And yet I'm, oh, still I still end up looking at it. Yeah, sure. It was interesting, actually. At the at this parents' meeting, we had a, a question-answer thing. So I'd, I'd gone through my things that had been translated, and um, there was a question, and the, one of the questions was, does it affect my child learning multiple languages? 
if... Okay, so... Does what affect? So, if I send my child to a bilingual school, yeah. am I confused? Oh, does, am I muddling the brain up? Does learning multiple languages affect my child? Oh, not sorry. does something affect learning multiple languages? Oh, yes. Sorry. Okay. So, um, I'm sending my child to an English school, and then we're speaking Thai at home. Is my child confused? This is this was yep. the question. Or Which is... Uh, that's a smart parent. Well, obviously, yes, a concerned parent. Yeah. And, and there's quite a lot of research that's... <coughs> That says, I mean, that's not the case at all. Well, actually, the research very clearly says yes, but... Yes, what? Yes, it does affect your child. In a very positive way. Uh, In the the overall positive. Yeah. Because there's lots of stuff that shows that... uh, Okay, you're a four-year-old, you have a vocabulary of 600 words. You're another four-year-old who is bilingual... You only have a vocabulary of 400 words. Oh, wait, no, you don't, because it's in two languages. Actually, you have 800 words. So, in... uh, Technically, the bilingual kid is... has a larger vocabulary range, but if you take the language in isolation, it looks like it's smaller. Smaller. The the thing is, though, that the the parents were not interested, really, in questions of parenting. They They were interested in questions of... School choice and language policy, and um, okay. so I, I don't actually think the workshop in itself was really relevant or interesting or useful. I don't know. I, I think part of the, part of what I thought made it interesting is it's a very different take on the parent teacher conference because the parent teacher conference is normally swings to one of two ways. Um, it's an opportunity... Well, normally it's actually one way. It's an opportunity for the school to go, look how good we are, please keep paying our fees and sending your school in. And in theory, at least, it's an opportunity for a teacher to go... Um, so I want to give you some feedback about Billy. Uh, he's, uh, he's been struggling lately. Neither of those are my experience of parent-teachers <laughs> meetings. Parent-teachers yeah. meetings are, yes, Billy's a great kid, and yeah. he, uh, and it's really an opportunity for the child to be given, a, a parent to be given a pat, a pat on, the, on back the back for being so. such a wonderful parent. Yeah. To Whereas be. this parent-teacher interaction wasn't a... Well, it was supposed to be, how can you contribute? How can we work yeah. together? Because parents and teachers don't work together. In, I mean, in, in a lot of ways, in reality, they're, they don't. they're competing with one another. And, and <clears throat> I'm going to tell your parent, parent, or have you done your homework for school? Your teacher's going to be angry. You know, there's this rivalry between parents and teachers, which is yeah. dumb. And if the two can just get together, we can get so much more done with, um, with, with child with education. rather than... Yeah. Okay. All right. So the, the moral of the story is... The moral of the story is um, don't... Call in your child's parents when you can't control your child in class. Ooh, nice. Although I, I'm sure uh, most of us had that moment at some time in school where a parent did get called in and that uncontrollable kid suddenly stopped doing that thing. <laughs> I've got a story. Oh, no, yeah, okay. I'm sure you have plenty of stories. Yes, I've got a Yeah, I had a story. Okay. Right. Right, so a uh, word from our sponsor. Today's right. sponsor is Glasses of Juice. Glasses of Juice. Um, best not drunk in class, I think. Best not drunk in class. But um, as a, as a but although, clinkly ice is a very oral stimulant. ASMR. Yeah. Um, 
forward the staff room. If, you know, between classes, when you're having a break and marking and planning and stuff, glass of juice is the way to go. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, it's very hard to find juice that's not Full sweeter, of sugar. sweeter than a, <laughs> a can of Coke with a dollop of sugar in it. Uh, but having said that, uh, if you are lucky enough to live in Asia, in some places, you'll notice local fresh fruit juice Blenders. sellers. And uh, if you're really attentive, you can also stop them from adding salt. If you've never had, accidentally had juice with salt when you weren't expecting it, it's, uh, it's an experience. But it's really good for you, actually, because it helps you with sweat. And yeah, except for when you open your orange juice and take a big slurp and then go... <laughs> <laughs> right. Our sponsor today is not salted juice from your fresh fruit blender chap down the road. Tough Waffle is proudly brought to you by the Nonstop Wafflers, Troy and Steve. For any questions, comments, complaints, or queries, you can email Tough Waffle at gmail.com or visit tufflewaffle.com. <laughs>